I just think if you write it down, it gets so much deeper into your subconscious mind. And then if your last goal of handstand is to do it with one arm, then and you write it down, you, you create this healthy pressure at the ass of the couch and to practice handstand because you want to reach that goal. And the more often you write it down, the more often you get reminded that you should go and do one step closer to your goal. That was Marcel Clementi. Hey everyone, Danny Pomploon, and welcome back to another Yogi Misfit Sessions. Today is session 128, and I've got Marcel on the show. Uh, Marcel is one of those people that is one of my Instagram friends. Lots of lovely human beings that I've got to encounter, and Marcel is one of them. He's a newer teacher. He's been doing this for a few years now, and he is, I mean, you guys, he's the real deal. He's been going around and learning every other uh, like Instagram story you turn to. He's like reading a book or he's got his nose uh, deep into yoga. He travels around. He teaches a bunch of workshops. Um, yeah, he's a super solid guy. In this episode specifically, we talk more about how his journaling journey, which I talk about my own as well in, in, in general, and goal setting has really helped him discover what he wants to do and how to support him throughout the way. So we actually get into the context of journaling, why it's great for you, um, why it's a good time to tune in, uh, so on and so forth. And uh, he's given us a cool little blog too of like tips and tricks just to get started if you're new to that. Um, as always, before we get into the show, if you want to support the show, head over to our support the show link down below. It just helps sustain the show, keeps this content coming out. You can always go to iTunes and leave us uh, a review as well, or just share this episode with your friends. That is just as helpful as anything else. Without further ado, here goes session 128 with Marcel. Marcel, what's going on? Welcome to the show. Hey, Danny. Thanks for having me. I'm excited that we uh, we finally got this down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> Marcel, remind me where you're at right now. Now I'm in Innsbruck in Austria. Okay. You were in Germany for a little bit, no? Yes, in Augsburg. <laughs> got it. Got it. And now you're permanently based in Austria, though. Yeah, I'm Austrian, but I'm always traveling on the weekends. Yeah. And I got kind of stuck in Germany. <laughs> because of all the covid stuff yeah yeah got it i understand okay cool but i was well, yeah it wasn't fun, so it was totally fine a lot of yoga practice she's a teacher as well so oh that's cool that's yeah. a great place to get or that's a good person to get stuck with yeah <laughs> nice man how is everything going in austria with all this right now it used to be really strict so that's why i decided to just stay in germany mm-hmm but then, yeah, now it's okay. You have to wear a mask if you go into a supermarket or if you drive with the bus or something. But it's getting better and better. That's good to hear. Yeah, yeah. that's really good to hear. We're all trying to make the best out of it. And the weather is really nice, so people can go for a walk. So it's not that bad. Yeah. It's interesting, you know, it's hard for me to conceptualize how this is not just affecting one community, but the entire world. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of hard to wrap your head around. Yeah. What have you, uh, well, actually, let's start a little bit with, uh, you know, so Marcel, we met on Instagram how long ago? Like this last year, right? Yeah, last year when I was in Bali with Flo. Uh, 
That's how we got connected. Okay. I was trying to rack my brain the other day. I was like, how did we actually, there's a lot of people that I've become friends with and, and I just don't remember like who started the conversation or how we interacted. Yeah. I didn't realize you were in Bali at the same time. Yeah. I was trying to come to one of your classes, but I was teaching by myself. Okay. Yeah. Cause that's really the first time that Flo and Bree and I hung out and Jacob was out there as Jacob was out there as well, but I had known Jacob for a little bit and I had invited uh, Flo and Bree to come take class with me and they actually came and hang out and that's how we became friends. And now Flo is literally like probably my best guy friend. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I know. I see you guys shaving your heads. <laughs> <laughs> we got other people to do it too. <laughs> like a uh, you know, like a really serious person. I don't know how to say it in English. Like a murderer? <laughs> <laughs> like a thug? <laughs> but it looks good on you. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, I'm, I don't know if I want to be uh, 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 known as a murderer, but I'll take it. <laughs> no, you, you look like a yogi with your haircut. But I would, Thanks. <laughs> I did it when I went to the army, and it looked terrible. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you can't get your haircut right now anywhere, so. No, I let it grow. <laughs> so what is your uh what is how did you get started i know you're up to a lot marcel you have quickly been uh you know bouncing around all the um all the yoga circuits you've been doing a lot of festivals and workshops and whatnot and you know one of the things that really attracted me to you is I mean, I talk a lot of shit on Instagram a lot. Um, and I actually, I absolutely love it. You know, I, I, I uh, there's, there's some parts of Instagram I don't like, but let's be honest, I'm on it every day. I'm yeah, talking so to people on it every day. Like, you know, like I, I, I now have accepted it and, and have <laughs> integrated it into my life. Um, and one of the things that really speaks out to me about you and the way that you present yourself um, is just how kind you are on there, no matter what. And, and you offer so much to, to people um, you know, whether it's yoga practices or meditation practices or you, whatever it is, you know, you, you, you speak from such a place of authenticity, like you're a kind guy in your Thank post. You. And, and I know you, and I know you're just a very sweet human in general, you know, how did you, how did you get there? <laughs> yeah. First of all, thanks, Danny. It means a lot to me. Um, yeah. You mean how I got into this whole yoga thing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I always loved traveling and I was always into sports and health and cooking because my parents own a vegetable and fruit shop. And I used mm -hmm. to work there since I'm 14 besides school and always traveled and worked. And I, I finished school with graduate graduating something like business school, business college. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then I wanted to study to become a teacher for sports mm -hmm. and languages. But I also wanted to be a TV host. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I didn't know if I should start studying and going to the university. So I started working mm. with the radio, but I, it wasn't my thing. I wanted to also, I know, I don't know how to say it, that it doesn't sound stupid. I also wanted to be seen, not only heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. You know that makes I mean? sense. So I don't yeah. like listening to the radio because they're just talking about news and stuff. So. I, I thought, no, this is not the thing I want to do. Hmm. And then I, I continued working with my parents. And then from 40 hours a week, I worked 50 hours, 60 hours. And I was only 24 years old. And I thought, oh, this is not the way I want my life to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I was looking for something to calm down. And then I started actually first with meditation. Mm -hmm. 
and I grabbed a book and read about it and started meditating. And when I went to my first yoga class in the gym, because I was going to the gym at this time five times a week, so only working free, so I thought I go to a yoga class. It's it's for free. It's already in my membership, and it was terrible. She she didn't explain anything, so I was just up dog down dog. It was in English, and at this time I had no idea about upward facing dog or something. <laughs> no, yoga that's definitely not my thing but i stay with meditation and then i started traveling more and i wanted to become more i wanted to get more into fitness and stuff and then i went to thailand to to, to do muay thai mm -hmm. and then i injured my leg and i already paid for one month so i thought oh, what should i do and then i went to the yoga classes there and they were designed for athletes and for men And it was really great. Like I felt so much better and more flexible. And mm -hmm. yeah, one coincidence after another, I met some people and I said, yeah, I would like love to be a personal trainer. And everyone I told about it, they said, no, you should be a yoga teacher. And I said, no, I don't know. And then again, an Indian guy said, yeah, you should go to India. You seem like you would be a good yoga teacher. And I said, well, well I don't know, maybe part of the fitness or something. Mm -hmm. And then I just decided spontaneously to grab my bags and to go to India and I did my teacher training. And I know usually you should have a practice before, but I hadn't maybe visited five classes. <laughs> and then I was practicing there and I had no idea. I was there with my ex-girlfriend. So at this time we were together and she was a ballerina. So she was really flexible. But mm -hmm. I was the most inflexible person of all. <laughs> and they said, oh, they will find out that you have, haven't done six months of yoga. And I said, no, I just say my teachers suck. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> I didn't realize you had it. You just kind of got thrown into it. Yeah. And then, yeah, everything changed. Since then, I'm practicing mm. almost every day. I started working one day already after I graduated in India in a hotel. And then I came back, started my self-employment. And so many people stopped at me and said, no, everyone is a yoga teacher or the opposite. They say, no, this is not a job. You won't earn money. Even the woman in the bank, when I wanted to open a business bank account, she laughed at me and said, yeah, well, you can always go back to your parents <laughs> in the future. <laughs> yeah, crazy. I'm so happy that I didn't listen to anyone else and to just follow my dream. And now I'm living my dream and I'm so grateful. That's awesome. I didn't... <laughs> I can't imagine. I can't believe like I same same. So many people were like, "Are you sure you want to go teach yoga?" And yeah. I just, I mean, I had loved. I never thought it would be where it's where I'm at with it today, you know. But I, yeah. I am so grateful that you know I get to do all the beautiful things that I get to do. You, throughout the process, you know, Marcel and I, I've, I've seen your growth, you know, in in just a short amount of time. You seem to have a lot of uh, practices. Like we share a lot of similar practices um, of staying grounded and tuning in. And and again, like I was saying at the start, one of the things that I really love is you're always inquiring and you're always going in and and reading different books and getting to know yourself. And you talk a lot about journaling, and I am a huge fanatic of journaling. It's really what I yeah. what I wanted to get into today with you. For, for me, journaling has been like life changing, and um, it's a great way to just like tune in and get to know myself a little bit better, mm -hmm. and also to um, to contemplate. You know, as things come up, as things come up in meditation and things come up in practice, how I mean, you've been such a big advocate about it. How has this impacted your life, and well, how did this how did that unfold? 
Yeah, it also started in India, honestly, when I met a guy and he was, yeah, he was 50 years old, but he looked like 38 and he was so, you know, he had something radiant. And I always asked him, how did you do that? How are you so positive and how achieved you so many things in your life? And then he said, yeah, he's journaling for years and, and he showed me some old entries and yeah, this is how I started. And, and then there is not a fixed rule. So for two years now I'm writing whenever I want to write and I'm always carrying it with me wherever I go. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's crazy. If I, if I see old journals of two years ago, the goals I have written down, so many things happen to, you know, just being part of my life now. And it's, yeah, it's insane. It's like you said, it's, it changes your whole life. It's crazy. It's like magic. What's the process like for you? Like when you go, when you, when you start to set aside the time, the space, whatever it is to start to get ready to journal, like, what is that like? Yeah. The thing is that I don't have any fixed rules. So sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just writing down a to-do list or something, but sometimes it's, I meditate before, or I even take the journal sometimes with me on the yoga mat. And when I get some thoughts or some ideas, I stop and then I write them down. So I think this is one of the most important things to not pressuring yourself to like, you know, I know you have a morning routine. I'm also a a big, a huge fan of morning routines or routines in general, but journaling was part of my routine, but I took it out because I felt too much pressure. Mm-hmm. because there are days where you just don't want to write or if you use it like a diary and you just write every day today was a good day i'm grateful then, <laughs> you know it it's always the same so i want to there's so many different ways it's a it's an empty book but it afterwards it's it's full of magic you know it's like full of all your dreams all your goals like your timetables and you see how often you change your thoughts and yeah it's like spending quality time with yourself like talking with yourself, having conversations. <laughs> yeah, it's a way to inquire and also to, um, you know, not just inquire, but also to, to settle into the information that we're so inundated with information on a day to day, you know, basis that it's nice to be able to sit there and process some of it. Yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. So you yeah. just, you just, you just freestyle and flow when you journal. So there's no, uh, no structure for it. You just, you just go wild and you go rogue. Yeah, I always go wild then. <laughs> so for here's here's my little like here's what I uh and I think you 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 wrote something recently on on tips and actually let's uh, the the tips and tricks that you wrote for journaling. What was um what were some of the things that you put in there? The tips is um or are first of all that you should always be real, like honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. Because it's really your own your own thing. It's like it should be your, yeah, your secret place. So you're really writing it to yourself. If you, I don't know, if if there is a thing you're afraid of, feel free to write it down. You don't have to show it to anyone. So it's really for yourself. There are, yeah, there is no right or wrong. And you can use this journal in any way. And th- that's the thing. It's also boosting your your creativity. And there's so many ways to use it. For example, I'm... I'm using it 
of course, to write down goals, as I mentioned before, and some of them I already achieved in such a quick time where I'm really wondering sometimes, so how did this happen? I always wanted to be part of the podcast and now it happened. It's my first podcast interview. <laughs> and it's the same with like yoga festivals or I don't know. I, I just think if you write it down, it gets so much deeper into your subconscious mind. And then if you, for example, if you if your goal is to have a beautiful apartment then and you write it down, your, your subconscious mind always reminds you that if you want to have a beautiful apartment, you can't spend the whole salary you earn on fancy yoga pants, you know, for example. Or if you want to learn, a, if your last goal of handstand is to do it with one arm, then and you write it down, you, you create this healthy pressure at the ass of the couch and to practice handstand because you want to reach that goal. And the more often you write it down, the more often you get reminded that you should go and do one step closer to your goal to achieve the goal. Mm. So it's like always reminding yourself um, to in which way you, you have to go. But of course, of course, I want to mention this as well. It's not about getting goals, like achieving this and this and this, because then it will never end. You will always run goal after goal after goal but it's it's the journey for example if i i mean of course we have heard it in the yoga world so many times like it's all about the journey right but but it really is it it is like if you for example i wanted i always wanted to be part of a huge yoga festival to just connect with the people and i love this feeling of teaching in front of a lot because there is such a great energy and i know to become to be invited for a big yoga festival, you have to become a good teacher. So you have to study. So you have, you have to learn. So even on days when I feel lazy or I didn't get the right motivation, I just open up my journal and then I read my goals and I know, all right, if you want to be part of now in, in Europe, there is one of the biggest yoga festivals and they invited me this year. And I, I was so excited. Unfortunately, it's canceled because of the situation, but it's only happening if you always doing the work that's necessary and your journal reminds you it's like a best friend who taps you on the shoulder and says hey bro <laughs> you have to do it you have to learn you have to study go on the mat practice i love that it's a way to keep yourself accountable um you know uh, like i i definitely i journal every day obviously and and um I do mine a little more structured. Some of the things that I wanted to pull for uh, from the show, I actually did a little bit of research on some studies on journaling. Mm -hmm. And there are two school, two major schools here in the United States that have found that journaling actually helps people, uh, helps like not only just managing like your goals and things like that, but one of the reasons like I do it is actually for my mental health. So there was two studies that were found that journaling actually can help manage anxiety, reduce stress, help you cope with uh, depression. Um, and kind of the things that, that you were saying, like not only just boosting your mood, but it helps you control some of the symptoms or to get to know them better, like helping you prioritize your problems, checking into your fears and your concerns, and then you track your symptoms or your triggers along the way so that you know not to be reactive on a day-to-day -day basis, right? So that you know, oh, when this happened, you know, when I reflected and this happened, X happened, right? So on and so forth. And then kind of like just tying back into the, the, what you said, it's this conversation that you get to have with you. And it's not just like always positive talk inside that conversation, right? But it's getting to know the sides of yourself that really need some extra love, that need some extra support, the things that want to be heard. Um, 
And I love what you said about meditating and like journaling. I stress that so much. I stress journaling after practicing. I stress journaling after meditating. I stress after you have whatever experience it is that you're having, being able to have a place where you can let that stuff live so that you can process it is great. Yeah. And here's another one that I, um, that I love is at the end of your day is also a great place to start journaling because you're going about your day, you know, doing whatever it is that you're doing, all the millions of things and running around and blah, 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 blah. And you know, what people forget is sleep is not only for our bodies to rest, but sleep is also where memories are made, right? So that's, that's the uh, part of the purpose of sleep is where memories start to get stored. So if we go to bed and, you know, we're going to bed with, I don't know, a mind full of the day, whether that's, you know, running in this and running in that and, you know, watching, you know, garbage on your phone and da, 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 you're going to be integrating that into your sleep cycle, which is again, where you're starting to compute all of that information. So rather than doing that, taking a moment to even take like a two minute meditation at the end of the day, just before bed, right? So that you can process what it was and then writing whatever comes up out so that you've now not only gotten it out of your head, but you've put it in a place where it's secured and you get to go into the rest of your evening. You get to go into your sleep cycle and go in it with a clear mind. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's a, yeah. yeah. And one of the other, like, so here's, I have a little, I have a little recipe for how I journal. So I'm going to share this uh, with you, Marcel, and also with, uh, with everyone else tuning in. Here's the way that I do this. And I actually got this from another friend who journaled as well, but I always start the day with, you know, I have an empty book and I start the day with, you know, a check-in. So today I feel whatever today I feel uh, grounded today. I feel anxious today. I feel scared today. I feel uh, happy today. I feel just a, something really tangible, not something in between, but like, how do I actually feel today? Right. And then the other thing that I do is I do a small gratitude list and I never do more than three things. Uh, one of this, uh, the other studies that I found is if it, what tends to happen is people that do gratitude list and they do more than three, if they can't do more than three, they start to seek for something, right? They start to try to add something in and it actually will have a negative effect, right? So if you can't find more than a third thing, you're like, oh, well, I'm, I'm not grateful enough, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. So I'll start with a small gratitude list, three things. There's some days where that's really easy. And then there's other days where that's really hard. There's some days where I'm like, well, I don't know, like it's just it's the same stuff that it was yesterday. So when that happens, I'll do something like I'm gratitude for my, co my cup of coffee this morning, or I'm gratitude for you know, my beating heart or whatever. It tends to be a lot for me, people. I always think about the people that I interacted with the day before, conversations that I had, so on and so forth. So I'll do today I feel and then gratitude. And then I'll move into goals for the day. So I'll do three little goals, whether that's like setting up an Instagram post or getting on the podcast with Marcel or I don't know, cleaning my room or whatever it is that I have to do, but some three attainable goals. And then I give myself a break. So it's like my happy hour and it's something kind that I do for myself and I write it down. So it could be a bath. It could be uh, going for a walk for an hour with no phone and you know no technology, just, just an hour in nature. Um, sometimes it's going to the float place that I, I love to go do or doing a cryo treatment or something that is kind and nourishing for myself. Mm -hmm. It doesn't always have to be like external. It could be like a yoga nidra or something like that. 
And then I'll leave some space for like any affirmations that I have or that I'm working with, right? I've been, I have had these uh, two affirmations that I've been working with for, for quite a while. Um, one of them I got from Gabby Bernstein, who's like one of my favorite authors and, and self-help uh, people. Um, and that one is everything is happening around me and I am truly taken care of. So I'll write that down and then anything else that I'm like working um, on my, um, uh, my affirmations. And then after I get that little like recipe down, then the next page or wherever there's space, I'll start to just free write whatever comes up. So the way that I normally integrate this is I'll, you know, I wake up in the morning as like you were saying, part of my morning ritual. And I, I've talked a lot about that on the podcast because it's changed my life yeah. for sure. Yeah. I do my morning water in the morning, lemon water, and then I get fresh sunlight. You know, sometimes it's too early to do that, but I'll at least go outside for five minutes with no phone, no nothing, just five minutes outside, either in the sun or in the fresh air. Even if it's raining, I still go outside. That's good. Um, yeah. That's and then I sit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, out, just get outside. Does your body needs to know it's awake time and you need to connect to nature? And then I will sit and do my pranayama, the daily pranayama kriya that I do every day. And then I'll, I'll meditate for, you know, sometimes it's 10 minutes, sometimes it's 30. And then the magic of journaling happens after that. And that can go a couple of minutes and that can go a, a couple of hours. But it's really where I get to download and manifest for the day. Yeah. And it's, 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 again, it's like, I don't have to keep all of this stuck inside of my head. I get to share this with myself in a tangible way. And I get to step back and look at it. You know, I get to observe it versus letting it live in my head and trying to react. Exactly. Yeah. So for if, you know, people that are new to journaling, right. If they want to get started, what's your, uh, what's your best advice for them? To just write, to sit. <laughs> I think this is the best. And of course, I, before I talked a lot about goals and, you know, like creativity and stuff, but it's like you mentioned, it's not always people, <laughs> people get that image of my Instagram or from my stories that I'm always this happy guy, but of course I'm not. And I'm also sharing this in, in, in social media, because I think it's important that people know that also yoga teachers are not always happy 24 seven and we're not always smiling. And of course, we're trying to make the best out of it and we are spending a lot of time practicing and also learning about ourselves, which helps to deal with struggles and situations. But of course we have our ups and downs as anyone else in life. And this is where the journaling really helped, helped me. Like you said, you said that, um, that it helps you to overcome fear, for example. So for me mm. personally, sometimes I feel so stressed. You know, you mentioned it when we were chatting on Instagram that we are both so busy beasts. <laughs> I love yeah. that. Yeah. You know, th this is why I didn't make any rules for my journaling because I'm already so determined. Like I have to do this and this and this. And this is why I want to keep the journaling as wild as possible. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. And there are days when I feel so overwhelmed or there are moments where I'm so doubting myself. Like when I'm sitting there and I think I have no idea about yoga. I have no idea what I'm teaching. You know, it's like yeah. this, yeah, self-doubt. And then I just sit there and write down, no, you know about this, you learned about this, you did this, you were there, you, you taught in this country and, you know, just to calming down myself. And, and I think, it's not only about teaching. There are so many fears of things going through our mind, especially now in during this Corona, this COVID. It's 
crazy. Like you're sitting at home, some people losing their jobs and we don't know, is it two weeks? Is it two months? Is it, I don't know. I don't want to say any longer period than two months. <laughs> <laughs> Careful what you say, right? Yeah, exactly. But of course, this is, uh, this makes us afraid. And of course, we're struggling with the situation. And this is the moment where I sat down and put out my journal and I wrote down, all right, what can I do with this situation? What can I learn from COVID-19 or from this situation? What could I do to make the best out of it? So I'm using this time to learn, to study. I have more time for practice. So maybe this sounds stupid, but what is the positive thing about COVID, for example? This helped me mm. so much to deal with the situation. And then after this, I sat down, all right, what's the to-do list? Or like a daily routine just for the current situation. Getting up, right. allowing myself to sleep a little longer, but practice every day, handstand practice every day, reading every day, and then enough time to, to, to do nothing. You know, also, I think also, like you said, time to go out or to do nothing should be part of a, a schedule of a to-do list. Like, I really write it down, like do nothing for 30 minutes, like play with your phone or I don't know, watch nonsense on Netflix. It's important. Yeah. And I think that if you are afraid or you feel stressed or overwhelmed with the situation, often you don't really know what it is. You feel stressed because you think you have so many things to do. And then actually you write it down and you see, oh, only three things. What should I do with the rest of the day? This happened to me so, so often that I feel stressed. And then it's not that hard. It's not that much. I mean, it's easy to do that, right? Yeah. If, you, uh, if you don't look at it all, it's totally easy to get wrapped up in it. Exactly. I agree, man. It's just a, it's a, it's a place where we get to find refuge and where we get to like tune in and, um, we get to be honest with ourselves, which is, you know, the best part of all of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes it's like, if you put light into darkness, like if you, if you don't know what you're afraid of or what's stressing you out so much. And then once you write it down, it disappears because you yeah. get conscious about it. Awesome, man. Awesome. Yeah. Any, uh, any last thoughts to share with us before we round out, Marcel? Yeah. To sum it up, guys, I can only suggest you to start writing a journal today. <laughs> it doesn't need to be fancy. Some people are asking me, oh, what journal do you have? And I know there is some already with some quotes inside, but it's not about what's already inside. It's what about you will write into it. And yeah, to sum it up for my biggest tips are that you just always carry it with you. If you want to go wild on writing like I do, or if you, if they want to have it more like part of their routine, because otherwise they might forget about it. then I think they should really take your advice, advice and to, yeah, to make it part of the daily routine, especially before going to bed. I love that idea. I'm also meditating before I go to bed and maybe you inspired me now to write some last sentences before I go to bed. Try it out. And you know what would yeah. be cool, Marcel? We should talk about it, but maybe we do like a journaling challenge on Instagram. A challenge? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? Like if we all like, yeah. or like a, a tune in or something like that, yeah. you know, I think it'd be really cool to be able to uh, get people to try it out together, you know? Yeah. First, we're all shaving our heads and then we're journaling. <laughs> <laughs> Shave your head and then you can join the journaling contest. Yeah. My second thing that... What really helped me is to write down goals. It doesn't matter mm -hmm. if it's 
for this day, like you said, a to-do list or for the week, the month, next one, two, three years. Mm -hmm. Then again, to mention it, I think it's really important to be honest with you. I hope you cannot hear my dog drinking. Is it too loud? That's <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> we love your dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, to be really, to be real and honest with yourself. Yeah. If you're afraid, if you have struggles or if you have a bad day, then yeah, be honest with yourself. Just write it down. And awesome. also the gratitude list. It's, it's so beautiful because a positive mindset is something you can train. It's not something you're born with. I mean, of course, there are people who are just more friendly than others, but we all know happiness is a choice. And if you train your mind to focus on the positive, it's like going to the gym for your body, then yeah, it becomes so much easier to see the positive in every situation, no matter what's happening. You always find free things, like you said, to be grateful for. Mm, and I agree, man. My last tip is that you shouldn't stress yourself. If if you don't want to write, then don't write. Then enjoy your coffee or do something else. But just know that whenever you need it, it's there for you. And yeah, so always carry it with you and just be honest. Awesome. Well, Marcel, like I said earlier, man, it's been very, uh, it's been very cool to watch you grow. I'm so proud of all the things that you've done so yeah. far and, and I can't wait to see where your adventure goes. And also I can't wait to adventure with you. I, I know we got some things to, uh, to yeah. line up and to chat about for, for yeah. the upcoming year. So thanks for, again for taking your time and, and, and sharing your energy with us. Marcel. And until, I mean, thanks. Yeah, for sure. Until the next Yogi Misfit sessions, this is Danny and Marcel saying peace out.